0: Hello and a very warm welcome, dear Grow podcast listeners. This podcast is about the future of education and work. I talk to people from all over the world with all kinds of different backgrounds about what change we need to implement in work and education to build a world we all want to live in and a society where everyone can strive. This week, I talk to Eve Simon, Eve is an expert in leadership transformation and has a passion for inclusion, new work culture, communication, and innovation. She has lived many years between Germany and the Silicon Valley, and in this podcast episode, we will talk about the future of leadership. So, what leadership do we actually need, and do we still need leaders at all in the new workforce? We also talk about impact and power and how we can all make a positive difference in our organizations. She will also tell us a little bit about the difference in innovation between Germany and the Silicon Valley. It's a deep dive with very interesting insights, so with no further ado, here is Eve for you. I'm excited to welcome Eve on this podcast today and talk with you about new work, education, leadership. Thank you so much for
1: joining us today. Rona, thank you so much for inviting me. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited uh, to be interviewed by you today.
0: Yes. So... If you have done a lot in your career, you've been in different countries, you are an expert in leadership transformation and you say about yourself that you are burning for inclusion, new work culture, communication and innovation. Can you maybe super quickly pitch yourself to us and tell us a little bit um, what you're currently working on and what your priorities for 2019 are? Yeah,
1: a short uh, my short elevator pitch. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> I started my career in advertisement um, and later on continued in telecommunication. And as I was a manager myself, what I always thought is it's really exciting to create products and bring them to the customer. But at the end, it's not about the product. It's about human beings. And mm. so when I started my own business in 2005, I made that the center of my um, offer to corporations and leaders mm-hmm. and it has a lot to do with consciousness and raising consciousness about what decisions are we making, mm-hmm. what are our triggers, um, how we do we create uh, teams or best workplaces mm-hmm. and uh, so till today this is really what is driving me to create a uh, Society, which is really happy and thriving at work and not just burning out. Mm. I had myself this experience, how hard it was. I was a young leader. I was female um, mm. in a circle of men mm. uh, driving hard business. And it was super exciting from the content, but it was emotionally extremely hard. Mm. And so I don't think that is necessarily um, the need that we have to put on another person persona at work or even uh, separate work and um, private life. And Mm. our younger generations are showing us that way. So when I started, uh, especially the campaign of Future of Leadership Salon, for me, uh, leadership is not a position. Leadership is a mindset and Mm. it's especially a mindset of responsibility what kind of world we're going to create for next generations. Mm. So in America, the the equivalence is conscious capitalism. Mm. And I was very early on involved since 2005 to drive this movement forward. And it has a lot to do with make your triple bottom line the key, right? It's Mm. not just about profit. It's also about the people and for sure also the planet, because if we are running forward as we did today, as machines then what is really happening for our kids now in the future mm.
0: wow that well done that was a great pitch and also you touched on so many interesting topics and and um, so many great things uh, yeah I would love to discuss with you so you touched already on the future of leadership salon maybe you can tell us first of all a little bit more about that and deep dive a little bit more into what do you think what leadership do we need for the future and how does that also connect with the workplace we want to create and
1: this work-life balance, right? Do we still need leaders at all? The future of Leadership Salon I created because what I saw is that um, no matter if you're in Europe um, or in the US, um, which are my my core uh, markets, mm-hmm. um, it's all about digitalization mm-hmm. and that of course is driving us and it's important. But as I said before, at the end, it's about our society. What kind of society are we going to create with our mm. services and products? So I didn't want to create another conference. And I really thought about let's put conversations in the center of everything. Mm. And so I invited a very small group. It was extremely diverse. 60 people from all over Europe, from Sweden to Serbia, from different walks of uh, work uh, from innovation to HR to marketing, from C-levels down um, to younger drivers, Mm -hmm. um, just uh, starting their career in, in leadership. And we discussed really what is leadership of the future mm. so as I said clearly we agreed that uh, leadership is not just a position it's mm. really a mindset and it's a responsibility and what do we have to focus on is not just our own offerings but also as an example the 17 sustainability goals mm. of the UN so every company is also standing for, uh, yeah, standing for a purpose and, and driving society in their own way to a better solution. Mm. And so it's really a little bit uh, comparable to the French Revolution. So mm. we want to create a different workplace. Mm. We want that people are engaged, and that also leads probably to your question of: Do we need leaders? Mm. I uh, I do think we need leaders, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But we need leaders who are not defined by power who are Mm. defined by impact, who Mm. are measured by very different KPIs Mm. um, and who are not just using their position as a power position for ego, but for the greater collective good. Mm. And um, so, of course, there's always a comparison between a manager and a leader, but that's not all. I think hierarchies are getting flatter, for sure. Mm. It's much more about the open space dynamics, call it holacracy or scrum or design mm. thing whatever it is there these are methods but behind that is a is a mindset and a mindset is how adaptable are you for what's coming up and what do you create with the right people on board mm. so diversity you mentioned at the beginning diversity and inclusion of course we have a lot of conversations around women but also about gender about nationalities and just about mindset we need to have a very unique set together and they need to be coming from different leadership positions as well Mm. so that was my driver for the future of leadership is to invite um, everyone who is called to take action Mm. into the right direction and Mm. for me That is leadership, who is not pointing the fingers to someone else, but feels self-responsible and works on himself. So Mm -hmm. coming back, what makes a good leader is, I think, a really good leader is, first of all, very self-aware, right? Mm -hmm. He's very conscious around what are Uh, his drivers his values his blocks uh, his biases so then this leader can react much better to his environment to his Mm. team to the greater uh, part of course the entity he is in charge of and then of course also outside into society so that's where it all starts Mm. is self-awareness so uh, leadership for the future of leadership. These are the people we are calling in people who want to drive, mm. who want to bring things forward who are not afraid, and who wants also to face their shadows to become even better on that path we are driving together.
0: Mm. Yeah, super interesting insights also from that event you organized. Thank you so much for sharing them. And you mentioned these flatter hierarchies. but unfortunately to have this image of a leader, you know, it's top down. It's like you mentioned the power. It's not leaders by impact, but by power. So if we have flatter hierarchies, what do you see are the key responsibles of leaders to, to drive to implement to empower what are some keywords that come to your mind when you think of that? Well for sure they have to
1: what we call the holding the space Mm. right they still hold a container where Mm. things happening and within that container uh, it depends really what's needed sometimes Mm. they inspire Mm. sometimes they challenge Mm. Um, they definitely have to know the people very well there and they have to empower the people to go this extra mile and um, be the best they can be mm. sometimes taking risks thinking differently so for me the this leader of holding that space is a person who is very um, much a system thinker he mm. knows the context very mm. first and then he's able to tap in um, and give directions in different ways you know mm. sometimes he might have to have a clear calling where it's going and sometimes he just shows the light right and Mm. uh gives inspiration gives a vision where people can drive forward to and sometimes he has also to say stop right Mm. not not this way we have to go another Mm. way so a very system context oriented person who sees um has a wider perspective and still can go very much into a detail if needed
0: mm. yeah yeah super interesting I actually I um quick side note I wrote an article yesterday as well on LinkedIn about being a cheerleader because I received feedback from students saying um that you know further comment was like Rona is really a cheerleader of course at first I had these pom-poms in my head and girls dancing you know and then I thought about it for two or three days and I thought of this image of being a cheer- Cheerleader, right? Like really empowering someone else, being on the side, not necessarily in the game, but really, um, yeah, rooting for people, trying to get the best out of them. And this kind of positive image of a cheerleader, if you want to, versus the, this image we often still have, which is also fear and just giving orders and not this huge empowerment of people right so
1: yeah and i love
0: i love it yeah, mm-hmm. but also very interesting that you say you know to say stop and to still set some sort of um yeah context like you mentioned so if mm-hmm. we look at this what do you think are the key challenges for implementation with that Maybe especially here in Germany, but maybe you also want to already make the comparison because I know you worked a lot in the US. Maybe you see some, some differences as well when it comes to the key challenges for implementation US versus, versus Germany. What is your
1: take on that? I think um, it's very, in many ways, it's very similar. Mm-hmm. Depending on where you go, and that has to do with the evolution of our management. Mm. And when we really look back, and I don't want to go into historical stories, mm. but I, in my workshops, I often do that, right? Mm. To really think about where did we came from and why mm. everything changed. But let's mm. start from Industrial Revolution 1.0, mm. right? There we started to optimize production, and we became almost like we saw. A corporation as a machine and mm. so we saw um, of course every human being in that machine as screws right mm. as little tiny things who work together and as more precise I get as better it's uh, fluent and that didn't really change over to uh, industrial revolution 4.0 where I think we are almost out of it already mm. uh, it's about the cyber cyber revolution Um, but we still have that thinking and um, looking back in evolution it has a lot to do with okay within that more mechanical driven world compared to a more organic where everyone has his um, position and also his value in it Mm Um, we lost that right we and that also of course is leading to management because then you have to get get the direction and don't think that the person who's there already has the wisdom they need to Mm. unfold and has the value to do their part in that bigger context Mm. and so one is What are we patterned to do Mm. coming from evolution that no one, uh, um, not everyone has the value. That's Mm. the viewpoint of it. But then I think it's also about the ego, right? Mm. Uh, Leadership was very driven by ego and the new leaders, um, they really have to be, I don't want to say they don't have to have an ego because an ego is also related to our survival and that's Mm. pretty good, but they have to have a very high level of consciousness mm. of that ego. Um, so the ego is very important. Then I think also motivation. We tried to trigger everything from the outside. Mm. Um, like we gave cars, we gave payment. Mm. Now of course we give more vacation or sabbaticals mm. or ping pong tables and beautiful <laughs> spaces. Yeah. But that is really not a true driver Mm. for people now or in the future in the workforce it's an intrinsic motivation and that of course trigger from the outside from from a third person is extremely important Mm. so it comes down again to to knowing people and know how they work Mm. a little bit of course also psychology in it and so how can you increase that intrinsic motivation Mm. so that that is another part and then the third one is really like repattering our what I said from the beginning, how we are seen, right? It's a value, mm-hmm. um how, how this is driven, that we see us, we see organizations and the whole ecosystem really as an organism where everything plays a part and and that also comes down to We are, future leaders are holding the space within the company, but actually, truly, they are holding the space for a very large ecosystem, and they have to move very agile within these different ecosystems. Mm. So, becoming uh, an extremely good networker, seeing what happens outside, bringing another context in. That is um, very challenging mm. and very, very much what's needed, right? Mm. When you see today, let's say, uh, an app within the telecommunication um, industry or uh, automobile, you have to have the the opportunity to shift that. Solution and suddenly create something for the fitness uh, mm-hmm. industry as an example, mm-hmm. because it it has to do with this bright and um, wide mindset that mm-hmm. everything is different and that you can put the pieces differently together. Mm-hmm. So many yeah. many answers in that, but yeah. it's it's complex and yeah, it's not easy. And uh, that's always what I bring out in uh, my consulting and in my trainings is also... It's one step at a time, right? Mm. Don't look for, as a leader now, um, don't look for one solution, right? Mm. One solution is not to bring now everything on Scrum or design thinking. You have to look what's needed within that moment. And you really have to to know why you are in it in the moment. You have to learn from the past and you have to look into the future.
0: Mm. Yeah, great. I think we, we painted a very good picture of what, you think is needed for the, for the future and also what challenges we're currently still facing. What is the difference? I mean, I can imagine that the culture, of course, and the approach to many things, you've been in California and in the Silicon Valley for a long time, there is still different to what we see in Germany, simply also because of cultural settings and so on. So what do you think are the differences between Silicon Valley and, for example, Germany in terms of innovative leadership, in terms of implementation, and what can we maybe
1: learn from each other? really what you are saying there's a big difference i would not compare germany and america Mm. so i can really just speak from from silicon valley Mm, and the san francisco bay area Mm -hmm. and um the san francisco bay area is a place of transformation for for hundreds of years and Mm. not just recently since tech comes up Mm. is a place where the trends are created and ripple out into the world mm. um, now what we see there is you mention it why it's so different is out of different reasons mm. it's it's clearly the culture but the culture was created over the years so um, one and uh, some people laugh but there are power places um, Within all over the world, and mm. San Francisco is one of them. It has to do with uh, geological parts. Mm. It has to do with um, what what happens within there. So we have we have the, had the universities, we have mm. the geeks, mm. we have the money. Mm. That was especially leading to the innovation of technology. But within that deep culture, besides this um, triangle of of money, mind. And and possibilities is that people who are in San Francisco are also on transition and they are there because they want to make something better. Mm. And it comes back to, you know, going all the way to the West was a hard way to go. Only the best survived to do that trail. And going for the gold rush at that time. Mm. So they were driven by, let's create something better. And there were always, there's no competition, as an Mm. example. Here in Germany, you usually don't share your startup idea Mm. or, uh, you know, celebrate um, someone's promotion. And Mm. there you do, because you are in it together and Mm. only together within that network, you can succeed, Mm-hmm. You have to know a lot of people, you have to bring in a lot of people, you have to look for possibilities all the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so people within uh, this different ecosystem, they move around from company to company, from startup to startup. And with that, they they take a lot of uh, knowledge with them and share, they share openly that knowledge. Mm-hmm. And that's also what, I, what brings it back to what I said previously, it's like, going out of your silo and really moving an ecosystem and an ecosystem of an ecosystem is really crucial for surviving in Mm. the future in business. Mm. Um, And, I mean, a lot of companies in the future might not even have settled employees anymore right mm. maybe it's all contracts work mm. which you already can tell from some trends with within silicon valley right mm. and a lot of freelancers are there and they they uh, get hired for the expertise they do the project and then they move on and with mm. that is a lot of learning in it mm. so it comes back to a very very open mindset mm. a very shared mindset but also very gross mindset of optimization Mm. and growth. I don't mean necessarily this linear Mm. uh, mindset, which a lot of people think about. It's more like it goes directional, right? But it takes circles. It goes right Mm. and left and up and down, but it goes directional. It's never totally straight and people are fine with that. So a lot of people think, you know, the failure culture. Yeah, Mm. sure. But they don't even define that as failure. Yeah. That's so European and so German to yeah. define it as as a failure. Mm. It just didn't work, so you try it again. But yeah. you have to learn from something, and yeah. that's also how how every one of us learned to walk. We yeah. fall down, <laughs> and, we stand yeah. up, we yeah. walk again. If we wouldn't fall, right? I mean, there was so much of our motoric speed missing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Super interesting. Yeah, thank you for, very much for sharing that insight. And I mean, in my years abroad especially in Australia and in the US you know I, I experience the same and it's yeah it's hard also I mean we do these fuck up nights now and things like that in Germany but and I think it's good to start talking about it and develop more of an openness but it's just such a different mindset like you say right like the, the yeah. approach even to it so yeah well last question we already talked for 20 intense minutes this is how fast time flies um, I would like to um, just have a last take on the future of leadership salon I will of course tag that as well in the show notes you already talked a little bit about it and um, yeah of course encourage people to look at it as well for this year it happens in July in um, Dusseldorf and you will again bring together a lot of different and interesting people and maybe you have just a last key learning or something that was a light bulb moment that you took away from the last future of Leadership Salon and something that could also lead to implementation? So is there something that you might have learned in that session or in your work after as well with the people and that we can take away now as listeners and also say, okay, cool, this is a little life hack or a little tweak that we can really implement as well to develop ourselves or our organization's towards this future of leadership that we actually
1: need? I mean, there were a lot of learnings in yeah. it. And especially it was a lot of co-creation in yeah. it, which I really loved. So mm-hmm. we had we had triggers to learn. And then we went into deep, deep discussions mm-hmm. and created outside of that day together new solutions, which was really fabulous. Mm-hmm. But uh, for me, as a creator of it, I take two things with me. And mm-hmm. one is the first leadership salon, I really went for top leaders because mm-hmm. I still think top leaders have the power to drive a very mm. crucial change we need. I still believe that in many ways, but this salon now, I will more look for people not defined by position but by mm. fi- defined by people who have a super smart brain and very, very courageous heart to move things forward because Mm -hmm. I believe in um, grassroots campaigns very Mm -hmm. much and I think the world needs a lot of change and only collectively we can drive that change. Mm -hmm. So that is, for me, a big part of it that uh, it's not just defined by top uh, titles but Mm -hmm. by a lot of drive for a positive change. And secondly, when I bring something out, what people took with them, and now also uh, a lot on media, at that time it was very fresh, was, you know, at the end it comes all down to love and kindness. Mm. And it sounds so cheesy, Mm -hmm. but you know what, if you are just nice to people, kind to yourself and others, everything else flows and love can exist not just in relationships but also in a lot of relationships we all have in business Mm -hmm. and so leadership is really driven by by your heart set and not Mm -hmm. just by a mindset
0: yeah amazing amazing closing words and i think two two things as well from that really to take away for people I remember the first thing you said like the, the position thing Um, we talked about this last time said that this is cracking open now right like also people like it's not only top down it's bottom up and everyone can start to drive this change in organizations and it really inspired me as well when you said that because I thought yeah we don't have to feel so powerless anymore because things are also changing on every level right and, and in the future it might not only be top down anymore and, and the love thing is also something that yeah we can all take away and we can start implementing uh, today and I am um, the best leader I ever really had in my job um was a woman at the UN and I remember I met her a few months after I had already finished working there and I said to her you're so approachable and you're, you're so amazing you know what what is your leadership style like where did you learn this kind of and she said it's so easy Rona I just treat people the way I want to be treated, you know, there's nothing more to it. So I think, yeah, um, yeah taking that away that we can all take action and that we can all um, spread the love, I think is a very good call to action even.
1: Mm, yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Rona. It Thank was you really so pleasant.
0: Thank you so much for taking time and sharing your insights with us. And I hope, um, of course, we will see each other at the Future of Leadership Salon, but I hope that a lot of listeners will also join us and come to um, yeah, co create and spread positive energy and change.
1: Absolutely. Everywhere where we need it. <laughs> Thank you so <laughs> okay, much. You have a great day. Thank you. Take care
0: thank you so much for listening we hope you enjoyed these insights and are ready to grow beyond if you have any questions or feedback please head to www.growbeyond.com beyond spelled with you because it's all about you or email rona at growbeyond.com you can also find us on facebook and linkedin all info is also in the description of this podcast we are looking forward to hearing from you let's grow i'm rona thank you for listening